We're back here with another one of another episode of the year of the bullpen guys. Philip and Batman, how are we doing today? Doing great. Living life. I heard you got a dog hair full card. Oh yeah. It's um that's coming up later in the episode, don't you worry. Can I ask what kind of car it is right now? It is a Honda Pilot. So it's Campo car right now. Oh yeah. Yep, riding riding dirty. Literally. I still I still get paranoid. Uh Whenever a camp uh, a Honda Pilot gets behind me, from <laughs> it being a campus security car at our school, just seeing the big red University of Lynchburg down the side, mm-hmm. campus security, campus security around the front little hood, like a little fender <laughs> on the hood. Bad boys. Look at me, the chills. But we're uh, we're missing Tater here today. Tater is off at work, saving lives, being um, Doctor. Dr. McDreamy over there at hero. Lynchburg. What a hero. Yep. So today we are joined with Reed Salada from the University of Maryland, Baltimore County Golden Retrievers baseball team. How are we doing today, sir? Doing real good. How are we doing in uh, back in Chesapeake? Whoa, don't dox, don't dox me, Reed. Hey, <laughs> oh, Virginia Beach. There we go. <laughs> Whatever you guys call it. 757. Uh, <laughs> we're on the 757. You know, you it's go. another day. Uh, it's been raining the past like three weeks, so I think it's been it's been sunny for two, three days. So that's been nice. Okay. What about yeah. what's the weather like in uh, Maryland? The same thing. It's uh, it's it's hot as all get out. Um, you know, breathing in this uh, factory air every day. It's Ooh. it's lovely. It's lovely. Murder rates are going down, so it's it's you know, it's a beautiful Murder place to be. Going down. <laughs> Yes, sir. Beautiful day to be in Baltimore. Oh, it always is. It's on the benches every time. That's that's what our coach always tells us. Um, you know, you go on a walk or run. Every single bench in Baltimore says greatest city in America, and that's kind of what we pride ourselves on. Because if it's on the benches, it's got to be true. I did see that today on your story. I was like, all right. Yep. Yep. Every bench. So now that we got that that clarified. Yep. But um, yeah. I didn't even intro you, Reed, but I was going to say. Reed is the most injury-prone kid I've ever met in my life. And quick okay. little fun fact: he is the first. His team was the first team from Virginia to win Cooperstown. Yes, that was that was twelve twelve-year-olds peak. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than that. I have reached fact. my yeah yeah. It, it's a sad thing to say, but I mean, I don't. I, I can't see any life experience having a child or anything being better than that. I also Made your parents real proud. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely peaked at 12. Okay. Like, my parents have some of these videos of me playing at Cooperstown. I'm just like, damn, I was pretty fucking good. <laughs> and then I got to middle school, and everyone's just like, ooh, Florida's obsessed with baseball. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not obsessed with baseball. Yep. That, uh, that, bit, that field gets bigger, and the ego gets smaller. That's for sure. <laughs> Kind of like me, I ran cross country uh, uh, freshman year of high school trying to get in shape for soccer because I was on the middle school team and I went to the tryouts for the soccer team and I saw all the people down there like ripping 90s in the corners and like juggling and I was like, I just turned around and walked away. I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. not doing this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. You learn. Live and you learn. Absolutely. But I've got a quick quick couple questions for Reed. Um, Your freshman year, you were coming out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And then your sophomore year, you switched to the weekend starter. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of give us that uh, mental – that what what kind of switches from being a bullpen guy to a, a weekend starter? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it really starts with um, – it, it is a different mindset in the fact that coming out of the bullpen, you got to be ready. You don't know when the, the game is going to shift and it's going to be your time. So you – I remember I had one appearance up in New York at a Stony Brook University. Um, coach was really upset with her pitcher on the mound, and I had two pitches get warm. And you know, you better be ready because you had all the time yep. in the world. You know, there's you just got to be ready at all times. Uh, switching to a starter, it was funny because I started my first warm up before my first start uh, an hour and a half before the game started. Twenty twenty minutes into that warm up session, I was absolutely ready to go on the mound, and I still had an hour and ten until the game started. I was like, man, I gotta. I got to figure out something to do. Like this is mm-hmm. this is this is a little different, but um, yeah. I mean, your bullpen guys got to be fired up, and and um, 
you know, just come in and really dial in the zone. And uh, being a starter, though, it, it takes a little pressure off because you don't have to worry about getting put into a situation that you're not ready for or, you know, bases juiced or whatever. Um, you kind of kind of set the tone for the game, and the fir- that first inning is the most important. You get three outs there, no runs on the board, and, mm-hmm. and it's usually going to be a good day from there. Now, what would you do to – like the team's warming up, you're sitting on the bench. What would you do to pass the time before you go warm up? Oh, gosh. Um, even even as a freshman, you know, didn't have too much um, leeway, you know. The coach was always down mm-hmm. my, my neck. But I would sit there once I got promoted to the midweek starter last year. Um, I would sit there and play putt-putt with a fungo and a baseball around the putt-putt. around the dug, dug, dugout. No, well, fungo, you, you know, you got people on the field and stuff um, warming up. So so I had to figure out, and I can't sit there. Like, I'm a little jittery, maybe getting ready. But I remember my, um, we were down at Miami last year. And, oh, um, quick brag. Quick it, brag. Yeah, yeah, of course I had to say that one. But coach joins in. He's like, hey, can I play a few holes? I'm like, what? What? So we, we just sat there and played uh, some putt-putt for a couple. And that's just kind of what I did the past time. You got to get um, two ball. Oh yeah, two ball's a classic. I mean, um, we do, we do, we always get a couple games in uh, before, but it. it I, I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. <laughs> what uh, two ball? Just being a classic. Yeah, well, it's an absolute classic of a game, but um, uh, it's it's hard when you when you arrive, especially like away games. You arrive at the field and like. Or, you know, your coaches really want you to have like a structured time and place to um to get ready. And um, you know, I think in in some older coaches' minds, it's kind of like like shenanigans and stuff. You get oh, yeah. to that younger culture, like oh, like that's just part of the game. And and uh, our coaches are pretty lenient about it, but you know, they want to make sure like our mind's ready and two ball isn't on the forefront of our, our of our heads. But it's good. It's good to just kind of stop worrying about some stuff for sure. All right, well, my last one is um, when you got named – you got named to captain as a sophomore, right? I did not. Oh, okay. I That's did not. False information from your dad then. Okay. But, yeah. So, being a weekend guy as a star, as a sophomore, mm-hmm. is that like a lot of – how much pressure do you feel? Or like just because you're so young and just being a – like if you're a freshman mm-hmm. and a sophomore being a – a weekend guy, you're pretty fucking good, especially at a D one. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely weird uh, to start out with. I um, so I went through the fall last year, and was just about to throw my first innings off the mound, and I had this cyst in my wrist that, you know, was really uh, giving me some trouble. So I got that taken out during the the winter time, and I was super worried. I hadn't thrown a pitch, and since the summer. It had been about seven months in between bullpens uh, from about August to January. And um, I got out there and, you know, after your arm hasn't moved that fast in so long, mm-hmm. it um, some things take a little bit of time. And I just remember how good my arm was feeling after that. I was like, at first I didn't know where the ball was going, but man, my arm felt the best it had since uh, it has since I was 13 probably. And, um, it was definitely weird because um, our first scrimmage back after my surgery, I was like, uh, like this is the first time I faced batters in half a year. I, I remember I threw six uh, no-hit innings. I was only scheduled to throw four or something. I, th- I threw six no-hit innings against in an inner squad. And it, it, just like the fastball was jumping out of my hand. Uh, my slider was it, it, just on a table falling right off. And I, was, I had never had that stuff before. The ball was spinning. Um, you know, you get real scientific with it, um, with all these numbers, but my numbers were, were jumping through the roof and I was like, huh, maybe, maybe I got a shot at, um, pitching on the weekends and went into, um, my winter meeting, uh, with, with, or it's like right before the spring, you have your meeting with your coaches and, uh, it was the moment I'll never forget. It was, it was awesome. Uh, coach sat me down, coach Bowen sat me down, our head coach flipped me a baseball and he said, uh, you know, you're going to take the rock on opening day. And I was like, me? Like, what are we – what about the other guys? And the, But, you know, I I had really thought that, you know, I'd earned it. Um, and th- then it was just getting down to performing, like walking out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
our first series this year was against UNC Charlotte. And I remember stepping on the mound, throwing my first pitch. It was right down the middle. I got video. I've watched it 17 times. Pitch right down the middle. Um, umpire goes, 1-0. And I was like, oh, so this is how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, Andrew that's Hernandez behind the oh, plate. I don't know what he was thinking on that pitch. And I go back and watch it all the time. But, um, yeah, started off pretty good there. Um, in, in me, you know, I think, I think that first inning is most important, you know. And I, and I come into games when I'm starting like a reliever. Like, like I'm throwing the fastball as hard as I can. You have to. to get Exactly, exactly. My coach isn't telling me to go out there and throw, hey, you know, go throw seven innings, 110 pitches, give up one. Or no, you, you, there is no coasting. That's the beautiful part. I don't, I don't throw 95, so there's no such thing as just shoving fastballs down the throat. It's, it's, it's got to be methodical, and it's got to be one hitter at a time, really. But uh, speaking of bad calls, do you guys follow the Pitching Ninja on Twitter? Oh, of course. Yes. Did you see that guy from the Royals pump 100? <laughs> I think it was high. Josh Stallman, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, Stallman. Yeah. high at ball. <laughs> I was like, bro. Yeah, that's... But I will say that umpire definitely didn't expect 100 from that guy. Who probably oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, th- I think those boxes... Personal opinion: A lot of people like those boxes that you can see on the TV now. I hate them. I hate them because still, I used to hate them because the pitches inside the zone are called balls more often than balls outside the zone are called strikes. That's just bad framing from the catcher. It, 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 you can call it what you want, but like, dude, the, the strike zone in the bigs is so so tiny now. You want to know why everybody's hitting thirty homers? Yeah, juice baseball. Well, that's another talk. Juice baseballs, but. But you gotta throw it down a little keyhole for a strike right now. Yeah, if you don't throw it right across the plate, it's gonna be a ball. Yeah, it's. I I wish there was a bigger strike zone. Of course, I'm a pitcher now, but but yeah. You could just... play. You could play at the in the ODAC conference, and everything's a strike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very enjoyable. You can ask your you can ask your brother and myself about that. Yes, yes. I uh, I remember when we went down. Uh, to Miami last year, and the ACC strike zone was. Oh hey, no my. need to quit bragging, Reed. Quit bragging. Did everybody hear that? All right. <laughs> I've said it twice now. Just let me know. If we get it. I'll we try and it. mix we it in a couple it. more times. But yeah, yeah. The America East strike zone is isn't. Um, yeah, it's just different umpires, but the American East. Who gives a fuck about the American East? The the, the America. Oh whatever. Come on, who man. Don't hey. Fuck? Put some respect on that. Who do you even play? Uh, teams in our conference include uh, the Hartford Owl. Uh, no, not Owls. Heard of them. Uh, the Hartford uh, somethings. The Stony Brook Sea Wolves. They're pretty good. Um, they are very good. Uh, Maine University. Never Ooh. heard of them. Uh, Vermont is not baseball. They're they're basketball. You, you guys, Vermont baseball is extremely good. Jake Marsh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> our sweet darling Jake. Uh-huh. Yeah, and some a couple other schools. Albany. But. To close up on Reed, this entire summer, I have offered to take it alive with that from Reed Salada, and he has backed out every time. So, I, I, for safety Reed, reasons. For safety, yeah, for your safety, you punk ass bitch. Is that right? He saw the tapes, yeah. got scared. Yeah. Do I need to pull up these 12 year old tapes versus your 12 year old tape? No, I was scared of seeing that red Omaha BB core in the box. You know, that the white and red one there? <laughs> The official bat of Jacob Flora. Yeah, any Omaha. <laughs> but yeah. we're gonna get a, we're gonna start us off with a little get them hot and shut them down. So our our uh, order today is Reed, Chalupa Batman, and then myself closing it up. So Reed, floor is yours. Yeah, for uh, get them hot today. Um, you know, very noticeable, but uh, Mr. Luka Doncic. I mean. He has, uh, he's making LeBron. He's 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 trying to take over the the, the kingdom, and and across the country. Uh, this, yeah, he's been good over the last two years, but he is shoving it in LeBron's face every single night they play. No matter if he, he twisted his ankle in Game Three, I believe. See him walking off the court. Oh, Doncic is out for the the series. No, no, he's gonna drop forty three on your head. And put one down your throat from 60 feet to win the game. I mean, that guy's unreal. 
And like I was listening, take, uh... I was listening to um, a podcast, and they were talking about all the teams that passed on Luca, and it was just like, like two teams. Yeah, but it was like, but it was like, what was it? The on the Heat on the Mavericks. It was the right? Hawks. It was the, uh, the yeah, the Hawks. The Hawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was drafted by the Hawks, and then he traded Trey Young. Trey, they swapped. Yeah, yeah. didn't some with the Suns too? Didn't they have something to do with him? I don't know. The I might have misheard that. Switch with the Kings for the first pick. Yeah, you know the biggest NBA fan over here really knows everything about the league. Yeah, we're missing. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're missing our uh, person who's supposed to be taking down the NBA. <laughs> what you got for your sit him down, Reed? Oh, oh, for the uh, sit him down, we got um, the asteroid. Have you guys heard about this at all? The asteroid. It's supposed, and it's supposed to like hit. Right after the election or before the yeah, election? Yeah, the or... day before election day, apparently there's some asteroid that's on target to uh, strike the Earth. So <laughs> I know people Please. said this, but, you know, when you think that 2020 could, couldn't get any worse, we got we to gotta dodge rocks out here. And I'm not talking about Wayne. Episode, shout out last episode with Kyle talking about um, fire tornadoes and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, just Mother Nature at her best. Mother Nature's up, up about nine this year. Yeah, yeah, and it's unreal. She's not stopping anytime soon. Yeah. She's letting her her wrath be known. You think yeah. we need to go find um, what's his face, Ma- uh, Maui, and go fucking <laughs> get the get the heart? Someone call Dwayne. Get him on the yeah. phone. <laughs> what's that island called? I have no clue. I've seen Moana like twice. Great movie. Yeah, that that's 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 past my level of education. <laughs> Maui or Frozen? Oh, Ma- Moana. Oh, yeah, Moana or Frozen? Yeah, just I got nothing on those. <laughs> not a big Disney guy, huh? Rachel? I am not. I'm not. <laughs> dude, Disney Plus, go. It's it's worth it. All right, read your shut them down, or Jerry say it. That right. was that was that was my shut them down. All right, chill, yeah. go. All right, so my get 'em hot is uh, the Batman movie. Apparently, only twenty five minutes of it have been filmed, but yep. like the first trailer that was cut, I was—I will be the first to say I was completely wrong about Robert Pattinson playing uh, the Batman because that movie looks incredible. I'm in after the trailer as well. Yeah, that was good. Like, I watched it like four times. I was like, "This is going." Like, I really hope it lives up to the hype. It looks a lot darker than other Batmans because in that trailer, you can actually it's like Robert Pattinson's dogging that one dude in the fight, and the dude's like, "Stop, stop, stop!" Like, all right, so this is gonna be a darker Batman because usually in the Batmans they would never show him just pounding that dude's face into the street like that. Yeah, because he's uh-huh. he never kills his his people apparently, like his enemies. He doesn't kill them. He's like the vigilante. Like he said, he goes, "I'm vi- I'm what did he say? I'm vigilance or something." The mass vigilante or something like that. Yeah, like he's – it just like got my blood pumping. I was like, let's go. I'm so hyped for another Batman that's actually good and not Ben Affleck's trash-ass version of him. <laughs> All right. This has been a big stickler. Who wins in the fight, Batman or Superman? Batman. Let's go off the movie, the movie that just came out. Oh, Batman, 100%. No. He has kryptonite, dude. That's what he does. He holds the kryptonite to bring down Superman at any time. Is that so? He literally has kryptonite on him at all times. Yeah, he has kryptonite in a pocket. Like so, if Superman goes rogue, like he's like prone to do. He just pulls that thing out and shoves it down his throat and kills him. Now, is that the, is that what makes? I, I would say Superman. What, what makes yeah. Superman, Superman fly? Is my question. I, he's an alien, I I believe. Yeah, Krypton. Yeah. Okay, I, I haven't gotten any measurements of how fast this man can fly, but I, I think. If if Batman never brought the fight to Superman, I don't think there would ever be a fight. So I would take Superman ten times out of ten. And how far can this kryptonite go until it stops harming him? Like, is it like if it's on Earth, can he not go to Earth? No, I think it like has to be within like, I think it has to like be on his person. So like if like he puts it on him or like he makes him like put oh. it in, like in his. You're you're not catching my guy with the with the little swoop in the hair. <laughs> It's got to be on his person to harm him. Yeah, Superman 13 <laughs> out of 10 times. Still got no faith in Batman. Be, you just told me it's got to be on his person. That's ridiculous. 
All right, so a little bit of a callback from the first five minutes. Uh, people that own dogs and drive really nice cars, I don't understand. I really just don't understand how you let your cars get the way they do. Like, I'm cleaning this one now. I don't know what kind of dog they have, but they had all three rows down. And, like, it's just – it's a black carpet, but it was white when I started from how much dog hair is in this vehicle. They don't even have, like, the dog mats on it? No, no, nothing. Just raw dog in the carpet. with a, It's infuriating as a detailer. Yeah, that's, that's a big no-go for me. I mean, not that I have ever had a, a, a dog that has fit in my car without throwing up everywhere. But, uh, <laughs> sure. but uh, as, as a kid who had a dad who has owned a car shop for his entire life, if I, uh, you know, if you bring out a hash brown in the car, uh, you might as well uh, walk home. <laughs> yeah that's how my dad was <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely you, know, you go in the car you don't put your feet on the dash you sit straight up don't touch the windows if they're fogging up uh-huh. you just sit there and you ride and you get out when you're supposed to get out <laughs> mm, i got a text uh about a week ago it said uh hey have you wiped just out of the blue have you wiped the brake dust off your rims lately brake dust <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> that's that's gonna be a question for uh my dad because uh, i still have no idea i just brake dust just, is it comes when your car, like, so when you're hitting the brakes, like, the brake pads are made of metal, mm-hmm. like a padding, sure. and it, so it helps it slow down, it, t- it touches the rotor, so you're shredding a little bit of that pad off every time you hit the brakes, and depending on, like, the quality of your brakes, sometimes some of them produce, like, really, really bad dust, and it'll turn your rims, like, black or orange, or, and it's just a mess. Okay. And that's talking auto mechanics for you today. There we go. <laughs> Learn something new. Not get them hot today. It's probably what two, three weeks old, but there were two new songs added to the Mac Miller album. Kids, I probably already said it, but I don't really care. There were two new sag- songs uh, added to the mixtape. Kids, go give them a listen to. If you don't listen, don't. Oh well. Yeah, to this day, I feel extremely bad. Um, I was probably thirteen or fourteen, and you came in my room, Jacob. I recall you said, uh, "Hey, you Mac Miller fan?" I said. Nah, man, I hate that guy. Uh, I had never listened to a song of his, but just acting like I kind of knew him at the time just just yep. shut you down completely. So for that, I, I apologize. Yeah, thank you, Reed. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> now, let me ask you what's your take on Kid Cudi. I, I'm, I'm too young. And when, I'm, when I say too young, I mean I missed the prime Kid Cudi. I'm, He's still in his prime. I think that one's debatable. Some would we say to... he's re-entering it. Okay. With I, with Travis Scott, I, I when I, I'm telling you right now, when that album comes out, yes, the the tw- kid that's born in 1999 is going to absolutely listen to every song on that. But as for <laughs> you know the the 2006 stuff, the 2009 stuff, that's not my wheelhouse. I was still on the Black Eyed Peas there. Okay. Hell yeah, you are. So you weren't <laughs> listening to The Man on the Moon and The Kid Named Cuddy, the mixtapes. Uh, nope. Nope. From the jump. Uh I've been I've been a fan of his since the jump. Like listen to his two thousand nine XXL stuff, like mm. obsessed with Kid Cuddy. Okay. Get him I mean, hot. Wrong. Get him hot and shut him down today. It's brought to you by Free Smoke Barbecue. Once again, if you need your catering needs in North Carolina, South Carolina. Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware. Contact Great Smoke Barbecue at G R A T E S M O K E B B Q and follow him on Instagram as well at the same handle. All right. Today's snake draft is going to be um, we're going to create our own jackass squad that we're going to do reckless stuff with like they do in the movies. Okay? Okay. You guys got that? Oh, yeah. I like that. All right. So we're going to go the same order we just did. Get them hot and shut them down. So, Reed, once again, the floor is yours. Okay. My my number one overall is going to be a man who, who pulled his own jackass stunt and I, what I believe to be Game Five of the NBA Finals, uh, Mr. J.R. Smith. Um, <laughs> he's got uh, the flair for sure. Um, 
he he would be willing to do that stuff. I mean, he, he's pulling out his own stunts, just grabbing the ball in a tie game and run to half court like he's a road runner or something. I'm not sure what he's doing, but yeah, number one overall pick there. I think I think it's gonna be a real good one. I like it. All right, for my first pick, I'm gonna take uh, Travis Pastrana. Good one. I mean, that's a that's a shoe in. He, I believe, he was in Nitro Circus. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. I should have said that we could not do not do any Nitro Circus. Damn, I should have said that as well. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I tried to get you to clarify, but you you said just not not the crew. I said okay. Yeah. All right. I just, I just added someone onto my list. <laughs> My first person is going to have to be the king of comedy, Dave Chappelle. Wow. Wow, well, I was just I, watching him on YouTube yesterday. Excellent. I was watching his skits today on Facebook, <laughs> and I was like, Dave Chappelle would be the funniest person being on a jackass squad. It's a life. The, com- the commentary that would come from that man would be pure gold. Yep. I was watching the skit today with him. And another person that's on my list, I'm not going to say. And it's, um, oh, fuck. What makes white people dance? And he was playing the electric guitar and he went to an office. He went to an office setting and he, the person played the guitar and they got up and the white people started dancing. And then he went to, um, like some fine diner and then they started playing the electric guitar and they all started dancing again. And then he went to a barbershop and then Dave Chappelle's like, all, every person in here is black and Latino, and then this person started playing the electric guitar, and the guy's like, "Man, if you don't shut up!" And then he brought in Questlove, and Questlove started playing the drums, and they all started dancing. <laughs> and then Dave Chappelle's like, "Man, the Latinos aren't dancing," so he brought in some guy named Sanchez playing the piano or the electric piano, and they started dancing to the electric piano. I was like, "That's fucking funny. It's a funny shit." That is good. So if he could do that to the jackass. I feel like that'd be hilarious. And my number two, because we're snake drafting, is I'm going to go with, because I know Braden's going to take him, I'm going to go with Mac Miller. Just Ooh. because he had, his, he had his own pretty much jackass show. Okay. Mac Miller and the most dope crew. All right, so following, following suit for Flora, my second pick is going to be uh, Tyler the Creator. Uh, because of Warrior Squad, and yep. like his commentary, just the things that come out of his mouth are just absolutely hilarious. You okay. could not show up on my birthday without without a birthday. birthday, 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 birthday. <laughs> I forgot what's what's getting it. Is it where they're trying to jump over the bikes or something in the in the toy cars? From yeah, the, yeah, from the Loiter Squad. Oh, it's Jacob. If you have not seen this, it it's absolutely hilarious. It's. It's them trying to, or I don't remember if they're. I think they're on really small bikes, trying to jump over these like toy cars, and it, of course there's like thirty of them lined up, and he jumps and he hits like the sixth one, not even close, <laughs> but just just like comedy you didn't like know you needed. It's, it's all there. I, I like the I like the skit where he's hooking up with the girl, and he's like, "The jeans are already off, my man," and he's talking to the guy. <laughs> The the uh, the pleats are already pressed. And it, just, it rattles off like quick little analogies like that. It's like, damn, those are funny. One of my yeah, favorite ones when um they're playing. I think it's him and Jasper are playing football in the park, and then Seth Rogen is dressed up as a twelve year old girl in a little dress up dress, and they're just like. <laughs> Seth Rogen like gets on top. He's like, "This is sex. This is sexual assault. This is, you're a pedophile." Fuck is Seth Rogen. <laughs> All right, uh, for my next one, I'm gonna go off the beaten uh, beaten path, and I'm gonna go with astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, um, are you pandering to the board, Reed? Are you trying to get a win? I I am. Actually, um, to my to my knowledge, that is the uh, point of competing. Yeah, um, but you're pandering just for the board. You just you're just trying to look good for the board. Okay, okay. What, what, with the with the eighth grade word that I just used, an astrophysicist. Yeah. Not even stuttering. Spell yes, but um. Spell it. I Spell just, astrophysicist. Uh no, sir. Uh, next question. But <laughs> you can't use that word then. Okay. Okay. Spell it. I we could we could sit here all day for me to spell that that eighteen syllable word. <laughs> or we can 
I mean, all right, go, go. Yeah. We need a reason why. Yeah, but um, if I'm part of this jackass squad, I I need to know what's possible and what's not. Uh, Steve-O was the victim of that many times in the original Jackass Squad. Um, I remember he was cr- uh, crawling a t- across a tightrope in one scene where the, the, the alligators are coming up to, to bite the meat that's hanging off his, his ass. Yeah. And um, like, I think if Neil deGrasse Tyson is there, he would be like, hey, I think the, the line should be exactly this tall, just to, just to make sure, be safe. And uh, he's also become an absolute goofball since he, he started on social media. I love this guy. Now, would you ask him all the important questions? Uh, to an extent. Like, I, I don't want the guy to have to, like, seemingly go back to work to, to make this production, sure. like, perfect. But I, I need a, you know, if he's just like, you know what, we probably shouldn't uh, put that there because of the way, you know, he's going to be falling into this meteor or whatever. I don't know. But uh, Oh, so you're trying to do face stunts. No, no, I shouldn't have used the word meteor. That was that was that was a bone job right there. But um yeah, I just I, I think he's uh he's 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 a smart guy for the for the team. All right, Reed, and, your third. Yep, yep. Next one uh would be Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon really? uh just just athleticism uh what a to, board. Uh, to prevent himself from from really from really hurting himself and uh he he's he's gonna be your drug guy. You have to have a drug guy. He um tries uh she tries hard to um really get away from that kind of stuff, but I think uh, Josh Gordon's gonna stay good. What is going on? The greatest. Yeah, sorry about the door unlocking. The customer came in. That's on me, guys. Uh, hey, bu- yeah, business business has got to take place. We. The day that we make money off this podcast, when you don't have to answer that that door, I would love for that to happen. We are taking ad, we are taking sponsors. Yes. Keep that Kit Kat. I know you hear me, Kit Kat. I will be a I will be a Kit Kat sponsored ad. Okay. <laughs> That's Adam. A couple ads and we're good. Graydon. <laughs> um, All right. So for my third pick, I'm gonna go Joe Rogan. Yep. Excellent. Like he's just he would put me in like a hyperbaric chamber and just like do all this weird stuff that I've always like heard him talk about doing. And I just thought it was like hanging upside down while eating breakfast and just like stem cells and just crazy, absolute wild, expensive stuff that I would never be able to do without him being a part of my cast. Okay. Oh, so he's just he's just on the uh cast of payroll. Yeah. See I I I think the problem with that might come in where um, you just start to disprove all of this this stuff he said in every eight hour podcast that he puts out five days a week because something you just hear something and sometimes you know I don't listen to his full podcast but you see the videos on Twitter and you're like no shot that that's not real <laughs> Joe shut up like we get it we got it he's so smart uh, he but see the thing is he say, he comes off so smart. But like then in the podcast he'll contradict himself and be like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. This is just <laughs> exactly. like I'm just like you just said like for ten minutes about how this stem cell research is gonna change the medical field and you're like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I have no clue if that's real or not. Yeah, I read it on the internet. Like, the uh, I think it was a couple of days ago. He was talking to somebody about life and then on his podcast and then he immediately goes, Hey, have you seen this video about this moose getting ran over by a car? And then switches to this moose getting truck and starts geeking laughing. Like, I mean, that kind of mind, that, I mean, that's kind of what my mind does switching like that. But I could not be around another person whose mind switches that quick as mine does. Mm-hmm. I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> yep. My number three is I'm going to go with Schoolboy Q. Ooh. Just okay. because him and Mac Miller together would just be so funny together, like they they would be funny together. Okay, I saw him a uh, video of him golf riding bikes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny ass skit. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's on the shout out to Schoolboy Q for being a good ass golfer. He's on a new video game, the Golf Two K Twenty One. The special shout spokesperson for that game. Yeah. He's actually bringing awareness to golf in like inner cities and trying not to people get make fun of it. Like I respect that. Golf is actually hard as shit. Oh, absolutely. Uh, most Wait, frustrating sport. 
all of our listeners know that golf is a very hard sport. Yes. And my number four is someone who's going to mesh with Dave Chappelle very well. I'm going to go with and Mac Miller. I'm going to go with John Mayer. Ooh. Nice. Because I know he's a funny-ass dude, and he can come up with some funny-ass skits. Or just funny-ass, uh, reckless stuff to do. I like that. Okay. My stuff is mostly just, like, hanging around and just talking and laughing. That's what my spot is mostly. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, yeah, I like that, where... You know, you kind of got your you got you kind of got your guys, and I, I think uh, the uh, the production might be a little slow with those uh, those rappers. Uh, you know, hey, let me let me take a break. Let me let me chill for a little bit. But taking, I like that taking vitamins, uh, lots of vitamins. Correct. All right. So for my fourth pick, I'm rolling in with Rob Derdick. That's what I added. <laughs> That's what I added to my I'm rolling in with Rob. He would mess. You're gonna, you're gonna win this hands down, dude. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Rob Deerdeck, dude. Hey, I, let's just talk. Can we talk about for two seconds how he has saved MTV? Are we praising? MTV? Are we praising? Oh, we're praising. We're we're praising okay. it. Rob Deerdeck has, has saved MTV. That, he, that is the oh, they play ridiculous ridiculousness twenty four seven on that network. And let me yeah. tell you, I'm all for it. I don't want to watch anything else on there. If I if I'm ever flipping through and the, the games are off or whatever, that's exactly what I want to be watching. That's me it's with just, the Practical Jokers. It's perfect. That's just so funny. Yes. But like, do you? Sometimes I'll look at like because MTV will tweet out like what's on the roster for the entire week for like on the channels mm. from twelve to midnight, and it'll be orange, like ridiculousness, ridiculousness, and then it'll be like two, <laughs> like from twelve to twelve, and it's like. 12 to 2 in the afternoon is all ridiculousness. And then from like 2 to 4 is Jersey Shore. And then from 4 to midnight is back to ridiculousness. Absolutely. And oh, just great. Great production. Just great idea. Um, for my for my fourth one. All right, quick question. Quick question, Brandon. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, what's the best Rob Deerneck show that he has done between Robin Big, Fantasy Factory, and Ridiculousness? Oh, Fantasy Factory, 100%. Reed? Uh, Robin Big would be my vote. I'm a big Robin Big guy. I, Huge. Yep. I love Fantasy Factor just because of like when the funniest scene in that whole entire show is when they peg Chanel in the face with a dodgeball. <laughs> I love that. He just kicked that bitch so hard. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do it. And just, like, where, where was that ball supposed to go? I was trying to kick it over you. It's just two feet in front of him. No, dude, like that was that was a straight beamer right at her head. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh mm. my goodness. Okay, uh, with the fourth pick, I'm gonna go with Kentavious Caldwell Pope, power forward for the Lakers. The Where athlete squad on his is from, insane. Right? I am pulling these from. I'm I'm trying to pull stunt uh, people that. I feel have done stunts in their real life. So Contavious Caldwell Pope, uh, if our listeners might not uh, know, he played in, I believe it was four to six games with his, um, I know you're talking about with his ankle monitor on. So yeah. he was, he was in a, he was in a work program while he was in jail that he was allowed to, wasn't allowed to go to practice, but he was allowed to leave jail to work. And that was go to the Staples Center, play for the Lakers, and then would have to, get escorted by cops back to jail for the night. And just the most, the funniest pictures I've ever seen. If you guys Google Contavious Caldwell Pope, promise it'll be the first one, first thing that comes up. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Words. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, he, I'm like, are you, if I'm a coach, are you really going to let that guy play? Well, guess what? You're paying him $3 million. So I, I think you are going to let him play. The and intimidation nice factor. Three. Yes. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys are bringing he got oh, a convict. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, and he's he probably hasn't had uh, his uh, activity time for the day, so he's probably all <laughs> fueled up and ready to go. Jeez, Chalupa, go. <laughs> and to uh, round out mine, I'm gonna do. Uh, you know, gotta complete the duo there. Big black. Gotta Rest go, Christopher peace, Boykin in there. Yeah, that's a good cast. Russian peace, Christopher. 
Warriors is gonna win this one easily, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean I miss that show and I don't I don't know of any way you can easily get it on, you know, stream it or anything, but I love going on YouTube and just searching up Robin Big and just watching all of those. I have it's the whole series on, on DVD and I love it. Okay. See I'm, I'm a Netflix do boy. Do you have Spotify? I do not. Spotify. I do not. Mm. I have the app, I just do definitely don't don't pay for it. Wait, wait. Is this is this a? Are you an Apple Music guy? Uh, I'm a <laughs> I'm a YouTube guy. I search okay. for music videos and then listen to it because it's free. <laughs> Thought I was really about to, about to be like a dynamic duo over here, Cardinals fan and app, both Apple Music guys. We're about to <laughs> yeah. super outnumber you. Yeah. We're yep. outnumbered big time on this episode, baseball yes. wise. Mm-hmm. No, and football. No, Brayden, I thought I thought you were a skin fan. I remember. Hey, hey, hey! Watch your mouth. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse You're me. a football team fan. You're a, I'm, I thought you were a football team fan. Correct. Uh, no, sir. I am. I bleed white and blue. Yes, we do. All right, so my fifth and final is another funny motherfucker is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Just, That's... See, where'd I mean, you pull I'm that one get... from? Uh, all of his fucking skits with Jimmy Fallon are so funny. Okay. He's been on SNL a few times, if I'm And his correct. SNL skits are very okay. funny. Like, he's been in movies, or he's a funny dude. Gotcha. I mean... He... Go read. Yeah, I mean, just like, in between your, your skits that you'd be filming for this jackass, um, you would have some banging music sessions. I mean, the artist on yeah, your list, that's, that's pretty good. So I'm going to get zero votes for this jackass squad. So I'm okay with that. And I, all the votes are going to go to Chalupa. So even I'm going to vote for it. Right? Uh, I got to trust in my squad. <laughs> so, Reed, break it down again. Go through your one through five. Uh, so we had J.R. Smith, number one, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Josh Gordon, Seth Rogen, and Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> Chalupa. I had Travis Pastrana, Tyler the Creator, Joe Rogan, Rob Derdick, and Big Black. Christopher Blue Black. And I have Dave Chappelle, Mac Miller, Schoolboy Q, John Mayer, Justin Timberlake. Anybody have any honorable mentions? Um, I think one that's like universal that I didn't really want to take because it was just too much of a cliche would be Evil Knievel. Correct. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I should have took Hot Rod from. I should have took Andy Samberg. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's funny. Oh gosh. Maybe maybe Trevor Bauer with his um uh, his, his drone. His drone. Yeah. I mean, he pulled his own stunt. Almost sure. sliced his finger off. Yeah. Then said, "Hey, I'm, I can pitch in the World Series." Oh wait, no, you can't. All right, we're gonna we're gonna break it open here with a little bullpen chatter. Anybody got anything? If not, I can say I'll, I'll go. I got a note. What you got? Um, do you think Tarzan was a virgin before he met Jane, or was he cur- clapping gorilla cheeks? Who? Uh, uh, that's that's just dumber. <laughs> and when. Uh, so this just ran through your mind. At what, what what was going on in your day when you thought about this question? Reed, you know exactly what was going on through my day. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to start with uh, I believe it was uh, the V card from a boy because of his um, his human ways. I, I think that is called bestiality in some yeah, way. Yeah, but if that's the only thing he knew. I mean, he, he walked he like a gorilla. Human. He talked like a gorilla. I mean, he didn't. He, he didn't know he was a gorilla. Fa- he was clapping. That gorilla. is fair. That's fair. I, I still think if I grew up in a in a gorilla pit in a zoo for the rest of my life, there were no visitors, and that's all I saw. I don't think I'd put two and two together. Like that's Brayden? how that works. Yeah. Oh, he's hundred percent collapsing gorilla cheeks. A hundred percent. No question. No question. I mean, like you like you said, you have human tendencies. Like you got to get it out somehow, and if that's you can only go solo for so long. Fair. Mm-hmm. 
I look forward to being canceled. So that's yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to, we're getting close. All right. Hey, this is another. I got a, any anybody else got any anybody anything? I got another thing. I got nothing. So I'm gonna save it because this would be better with Tater. I got a little uh, talking soccer. All right. Do I want to? Do I need to pull up a stopwatch? If you want, if you want, I might go over time. I'm not sure. It, it depends on my emotions if they get the best of me or not. I trust you. I trust you. All right. So for talking soccer today, I got my favorite team, the um, FC Barcelona. You know, just they're a complete dumpster fire right now. Messi is said today he wants out of his contract now. Um, he, apparently, the new manager they hired said that the the privileges of, that he's had on this team are over and that he needs to become a more team-focused player. This came a day after Luis Suarez said he was leaving the team. So, you know, their two best strikers just gone because, for, like I said, I think it all has to do with this new manager. I really do. I really do. Like, it's just this guy's got to get gone for this team to keep messy, and maybe Suarez will stay. I don't know why he wants to leave. That I woke up, and that popped up in my Blazer report, and I wanted to go back to sleep immediately. So it's been a great day for soccer fans. I want to Where die. Where do you think they'll go? Where do you think they'll go? So there's been talks of Chelsea for Messi. Um, I think That's Suarez. Right? Yeah, Suarez was linked to BVB, I think, which is a German team. Um, okay. But a funny thing is, um, on the Bleacher Report, the MLS teams were sliding in Messi's DMs, saying, "Hear me cool. out." <laughs> I would give them I would give Messi equity in the team to get him well the thing is like he, any European player that comes and plays for the MLS like they're automatically the best player like Ibrahimovic just disgusting just shooting like from half field just draining them in the corner you like no one because no one knows how to play defense like that in America that's why we don't even make the World Cup ever huh? True. how old is Messi quick question 34? Okay. And he's still so he's like, he's getting than... up there, but like for a soccer player, like it's nearing the time where he goes and finds a lesser league to dominate. Okay. So, I mean, it makes sense, but like I said, not pushing the panic button yet. I, I got to see how it plays out, but um, my finger's hovering where is over. Where the panic button? Where is it? Is it in the drawer? Is it on your desk? Is your hand hovering over it? Oh, my hand's hovering right now. It is. It's in my top drawer. Oh. Um, like I said, the second okay. I see something, so we're going out. Is it still hiding? Is it's it still hiding in the drawer? It's still hiding. I got my hand on the knob. I got my hand on the okay. knob, ready to pull the drawer if I need to. Very good. So that could be real quick. All right. I got a couple hypotheticals for you guys. You guys ready? I'll hit it. Here. How many rats would it take to overwhelm and kill you in a fight? One. Correct. I hate rodents. <laughs> the rest of it is Remy from Ratatouille, any rat, mouse, guinea pig, like Reed's older brother, Trey, has a guinea pig. Uh-huh. I, I, love, I love Trey, but I hate going to hang out with Trey because that damn old guinea pig. CJ, man, you can't, you can't be hating on him. But it is yep. Yeah, but I hate rats. Um, I think it would take three, though. Three would really get to me. That's one would just give me a straight up heart attack. And I'm just like, yeah, I can deal with one. It's it, you know, but it, it's 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 a matter of how long can I like hide from them. Especially <laughs> the New York City rats. Oh yeah, like the Jurassic Park. The raptors are coming. You're hiding in the kitchen, just like please, dear God, don't come after me, please, dear God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peeking over the counter. <laughs> <laughs> rats are terrifying. Yes. Yeah. Rats are no good. All right. What you got for the second one? If you could access, if you could get access to one person's phone and look through their shit, who would it be? Bella Thorne. Case closed. She just got an OnlyFans, so you don't need to. I don't million dollars in twenty-four it. hours. Million in twenty four hours. Yep, fastest growing a page, and she broke the record for the most <laughs> amount of money in twenty four hours earned. Oh my god, dude! Good for her. If you got it, use Girls, it. If you have a, 
girls, if you have an OnlyFans, send it my way. <laughs> and if it's lesser than five dollars, I will subscribe to it. Yeah, less than five dollars. You ever see those girls on OnlyFans and they're like, yeah, they look good. It, they're charging like thirty-five bucks a month. That's no question. That's that's a hitting the back button and going back to Instagram. <laughs> I can get everything or I just, need from that from that app. Yeah, <laughs> or just go back to the old faithful uh, hub. <laughs> Got that. That's the only reason why you go to OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five bucks. Come on, <laughs> a month. <laughs> Brayden, who did you say? Who phone did you look through? I would want to go through Schoolboy Q's phone. Whoa. One, because, like, just to see his conversation with rappers, because he's a funny dude. So, like, I just want to see how he texts. And, like, you know he's got, like, sending back and forth clips and verses and stuff like that. Like, you get to hear some unheard music, some beats that, like, he's about to hop on. It'd be crazy. It'd be good. I like that pick. I'm probably gonna go with um, Elon Musk. Ooh. Now, did he sell that too? Is the question. Did he sell his phone? Uh-huh. Why would he sell his phone? Because he sold everything else he owns. Yeah, he said when he said his son, he wanted to be less materialistic and sold everything. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we just talked you out of your like your hypothetical answer that it doesn't even matter if he does have a phone. He'd be talking in code even if he did. Like he would just be sending ones and zeros and X's and Oh, that's true. <laughs> him and Grimes. Let me let me get the Rock's phone. Ooh. Little chit chat with Kevin Hart. Okay. Yeah, nah. Just... I don't know what I would do with it. I would have to think about it real quick. I'd have to get. I'd have to think about it. I just want to see the rock phone. All right, our last one is: um, Would you rather be a pig and be able to orgasm for thirty minutes, or be a lion and be able to have sex sixty times per day? I'm taking the. I'm taking the pig. I'm gonna go uh, with the lion pick. Sixty times a day. Do you look how stamina? That's all. That that is your workout. You never have to touch a weight again in your life. That is true. It's a lot of calories burned. Lions are shredded. Pigs are not. (laughs) Pigs are not. (laughs) Purely off of Reed's answer, I'm going with the lion pick. He he convinced me. Just because pigs are fat. Yep, I need to get in shape. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not, not going to sit here and say that I'm any physical specimen by any means. But that's why congrats I. Congrats on the sex, Reed. Jeez. <laughs> that's why yeah, I. Congrats on it. Yeah. Uh, I should. I'll throw my number out here later. But um. <laughs> we don't need to know. <laughs> oh no, phone number. Not not that one. There you go. <laughs> you, haven't killed, you haven't killed anybody, Reed. Huh? You haven't killed anybody. I have not. I have not held a gun to a head. You're correct. All right. You guys want to get up to some walk-up songs? Let's get into some walk-up songs. Oh goodness. All right. All right. So I'll go. Want to do snake draft order again? Let's do reverse snake draft. Reverse it. Throw right. the people off real quick. Rock a rock ahead there, Flora. My song is going to be Where Did the Party Go by Fall Out Boy. Ooh. Can't go wrong with Let's go on. Pete Wentz. The song bangs. And it's from, I'm going to give the album because Fall Out Boy has a lot of stuff. It's from Save Rock and Roll. I think it's like the third or fourth song. Is that the one with the, get, with the 2 chain song on it? Um... No, it's got Big Sean and Elton John. That might be what I'm thinking of. What's the album cover look yeah. like? Describe it. It's got a guy who looks like a monk. Yeah. Uh, look like a teenager. And then a guy's vaping. Yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. Gotcha. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Read Me My Rights by Brantley Gilbert. 
That song has been remember. stuck in my head because of TikTok all freaking day. There's one, guy? yeah. There's one guy on TikTok. He he's like obviously a Democrat, but like he he dresses up in like a a button down like flannel tucked in with a big belt buckle, and he's like it's POV. I'm a Republican, and you just told me that there's a war on Christmas from Starbucks. And he's just like that song's playing in the background. He's just like walking down the hall, like throwing his hat on the ground, like throwing fake punches. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. You guys can do that. I'll send you. Don't worry. <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm going to go with Cigarette Daydreams by Cage the Elephant. Ooh. It's, um, I haven't heard from Cage the Elephant in a long time. I had no idea what the song was until um, I walked up to it my freshman year. Uh, they, they chose it for me. The, the older guys and had no idea what it was, but I was like, yeah, this is heat. This is some good, is stuff. good one. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. I'd... I was like, "Fuck you." Cage the elephant. Their what? Their biggest song is probably "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked," right? Ain't no. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, that's how. I mean, that's the last song I ever heard from them. So I didn't even know they were mm-hmm. still making music. I'm gonna have to give that a listen. Yeah. Huh? All right, I gotta, I gotta take to close this out. What you got? Since our guest. Mr. Reed Salada is now located in Crab City, USA, Baltimore. Okay. Took me a second. What is uh, Crab is overrated. I'm going to take the under there. Hear me out. Go ahead. Hear me out. Hear me out. The meat itself is good, but the the act of having to crack the crab and get that tiny, like, you get, like, so little meat. Mm -hmm. From cracking the cracking crabs, huh. that's my that's why I think they're overrated. Like Ethan, my little brother, little Puff Daddy, and I, we ate probably about I don't know a pound. Of, I don't know, and we were still hungry after well, a pound each. Yeah, yeah, that's when you got to learn your limits. A pound's not enough, sir, for a full grown well. We, were, adult. we just ate before that. We just ate before that too. Okay. And our parents came back from a cookout. And like, yeah, apparently How like much is a pound? Of crab. One cluster? Yeah. Okay. A cluster one, of, one cluster of just cluster. not enough. I'm assuming you're talking about crab legs and not like soft shell crabs, right? No, it was like the entire, it was like a small crab. It wasn't crab legs. Gotcha. I, like, I, was, I was on the crab leg scene. That's on me. Crab legs, like the ones we got at school when we had crab leg day. Those I can deal with because those are honkers and you can get a lot of meat out of them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like the small ones where you have the like cookouts, like crab boils, mm-hmm. those ones are overrated. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, you but crab is so versatile. You do crab uh-huh. dip. You can do deviled crab, crab legs, crab mac, crab mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the and the, the big one is if you, the least amount of work is why it's the most expensive, and that's why Maryland's favorite is the crab cake. Uh, how did I it's leave that off the list? It, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a common misconception, but, you know, I've never purposely paid for a crab cake in my life because that's just too much. But, um, well, you know, when I do have crab, it, it is in the form of a cake, just like everything around this world. <laughs> <laughs> everything is cake, even your crab. Is this a cake? Nope, that's a glove. I hate those videos so much. <laughs> I was why we have trust issues. Yes, yes, it is. Not, not in the bullpen though. This is the trust tree. Always That's in the what? trust tree. This is the trust tree. Confidence, confidence, and honesty. <laughs> but thank you, Reed, for joining us. It was, uh, it was my pleasure. I, uh, I hope to uh, hope you guys great success on here, and you know, I'll, uh, I'll be on here, you know, hopefully sometime in the future, and uh, we'll get, we'll get chatting again for sure. Whenever we ask, you have to you have to be on the pod. Whenever we ask, okay, okay, dude. All right. yes, sir. I appreciate it. Plug your plug your socials if you would like to. Um, I am not a uh, social media hype hype guy, but um, yeah, give uh, UBC Athletics a follow on uh, on Twitter. Um, UBC baseball before me. Uh, that just needs. That's just all you need to hear. From or me. or before me. I haven't posted an Instagram picture in approximately a year and a half. So, <laughs> um, yeah, maybe when I start looking a little better. 
I am B Wilsey underscore fifteen on Twitter and Instagram. That is B E E W I L L S Y underscore one five. And I'm Jacob Flora twenty nine on Twitter and Jacob dot Flora twenty nine on Instagram. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. R I P. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Marathon continues. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Catch y'all later. All righty. See you, buddy. Have a good one.